We're back. Yeah, I was about to say, guess who's back? Guess who's back? <laughs> Daniel's back. Aaron, too. Ooh, we definitely need to introduce Hi. ourselves because we sound the same. Right. <laughs> yeah. I am Daniel. You're trying to sound like me now. No, you don't <laughs> sound like that. I'm Aaron. Yep. Aaron Dotson. Uh, proud members of the Voice Press Network. Yep. Which has been alive for like a year, pretty much. Jeez. With some Louise. great shows on it. So go to thevoicepress.com, check out our show, which you're already listening to, yeah. Action Orson, uh, Go Rogue, yeah. which is like a business. The Adoptive Mom podcast. Yeah. Um, Beats and Beats by, by Travis, Travis, which is a really yeah. good music, like insight into music industry podcast. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Give it a listen. Share that with your friends who are looking for something new to listen to. Right. A lot of those are local to Northwest Arkansas, um, but the content is worthwhile for anybody. So yep. when somebody's looking for a new show, Send them to the voice press. Yeah, after they listen to our show. Oh, right. This is, look what I did. <laughs> I was trying to support the whole thing. Um, let's thank our patrons. Yes. Patrons, thank you. Let's start off here. Thank you, Cindy, Jeremy, Catherine, Brian, Travis, Tyler, Lindsay, Jesse, Sean, Holly Hill, Allison, and Brian. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Cool. Thanks. Well, yeah. It's the end of a year. It's the end of a year. And we interview our our own selves, on yeah. This one. On yep. <laughs> Not a whole lot to say. But yeah. Support us on Patreon. Uh mm-hmm. WW that doesn't matter. Patreon.com forward slash look yep. what I did. Go there for as little as a dollar you can get uh uncut, mm-hmm. unabridged episodes. Inside access. Inside access. Right. Aaron and I sometimes just chatting with each other, yeah. just rapping yeah. a little back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Um, without the beats, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes we're just kind of like ruminating on stuff and, uh-huh. and kind of pitching some ideas, whatever. Yeah. But uh, that, that, yeah, special access. It's it is very limited access. And then we talk about it in this episode. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't been to lookwhatidid.net, yeah, and seen the photos, the art, yes, captured by Heather Hill. Mm-hmm. So we Heather's with us almost every week. Yeah. And we, she takes photos of our guests and, um, and we put those up on the website because a lot of times it's in their shop or stuff that mm-hmm. they've worked on, but at very least it puts the face with the name. Right. And so definitely worthwhile. And then we have some other cool stuff there as well. We yeah. have a shop. You we can buy merchandise. Shop. You can buy merch there. So you should it, buy merch it there. It will not arrive in time for Christmas. No, I'd say not, but yeah. it, if you want a sticker, come find us. <laughs> Aaron has a bunch <laughs> we'll, in his pocket. We'll all definitely. The time. Well, my, yeah, kind of. Pretty much. Right. Pretty much. Um, yeah. You know, I had a conversation last night. I just want to say very briefly, uh, a friend of mine, Sean, has supported the show from the very beginning, just as like a really active listener, mm-hmm. and um, he said very nice things last night, and it just it warmed me. Oh Yeah. So did you record thanks, it? Thanks, Sean. No. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this is us talking to us. Us about, about us. About us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> but get ready for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some cool guests. In fact, we some... just finished an interview yeah. with a really cool guy from California um, who stopped in just to do the show. Yep. And <laughs> All the way from California, just like Nikki Luna from <laughs> yeah. New York. Yeah, just came in for us. Um, maybe visit family too, I don't know. Oh, well, uh, I mean, more importantly us. But yeah, so really cool stuff already lined up for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and otherwise, enjoy us. Enjoy us. 
it's been a year since last time we all sat down at the table and yeah, just chatted with each other. Yeah, probably a t- touch over a year. But pretty much, yeah. Last year was because it fell close to holidays, and we couldn't yeah. like, think of a good guest to like. Who? who what guest? Wow, do you, you had to put settle. On? It was like yeah. then, right? We do what? You had to settle. Yeah, we definitely yeah. settled on ourselves. <laughs> so we were like, uh, us. Hold on a second. Is this what it's like for our guest? <laughs> They're like, oh, but these the year guys. ago show was funny. Oh, or not funny. It was fun to do. Yeah. Yeah, um, a little overly complex because we tried to do it live and well, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it did; it made it something that I looked forward to doing this. And year. I think that uh, you know, I got some word back from people, and they enjoyed they enjoyed it. So yeah, it was worth it. Right and now. we did something. Well, it's not different than last year, but <laughs> it's always a special moment when we get Heather on this side of a microphone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm special. I'm special. So we've probably picked up some new listeners. So I think it's fair to go around, special in the best way, to go around <laughs> and introduce ourselves. Because there are times when I think we have, don't introduce ourselves on the show. That you know, confusing. I, I've been told that. I was informed the other day we had the same giggle. I was informed the other day that I said that we don't. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you I do. Would, <laughs> what? Yeah, you guys sound no. exactly the same. Yeah. It's uh, really close. Yeah, no, it's close. you're not listening to the show. I will fight this till the show is over right. and done with. Um, I would love to sound like me if I were you. Hmm. Okay. That was you. Let's start with you. <laughs> what am first. I saying? See who you are and what My you do on the show. My name's Heather and I'm here once a year. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, you're on the show once a year. Well, yeah. Got it. Yeah. What's your job with... Uh, oh, with let's see. I take pictures mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. almost everyone. Mm-hmm. When I'm around, yeah, I do website things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I I keep the boys from getting too big of a head because, uh, you know, you failed on Aaron's account. But for me, you yeah, really come around. I mean, I measured. It's <laughs> it's a big noggin. It's, it's yeah, it's disappointing. Doesn't fit most hats. Top two percentile, I'd say. I don't even know. Anyway, yeah. um. I don't know. Yeah. I take pictures. I do website stuff. So would you say you're a digital director? Oh, that's my official title. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is your official that's title. That's my official title, yeah. Yeah, as heard at the, uh, you know, the end credits. Yeah. Correcto? That's it. Is it my turn? Sure. Yeah, save best for second. Um, I'm Aaron Dotson, not to be confused with Daniel Quinn. I'm the one with the glasses in the poster. For some reason, people are always joking. They're like, which one's you? Um, I'm, am I technically a producer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of, uh, for the show, I do about 98% of the Instagram and Instagram slash that move over to Facebook. As close as I get to Facebook, I guess. Those are all me. Um, Who does all the spell checking? Me and Heather. <laughs> I usually catch it. Mm-hmm. You guys, are, you guys are still in freaking bed when I'm typing this stuff up. Um, that not true. Well, well, whatever. I, you, you don't know how long it takes me to do this. Um, 
I will say in my defense that most of the time I, I'm not wearing my glasses when I do that. <laughs> That's not helpful information. <laughs> it is helpful. It's a great excuse. But I will when say I'm writing stuff, I generally that, can't see that what if I'm writing. People will read the hashtags. I feel like sometimes we all, you know, we do some individualistic type hashtags for the show. You do, you do sometimes you do you do bury some jokes in the hashtags for yeah. sure. And uh like you know, listen to your favorite podcast, you know, whatever it is, I'll change that part up. Well, anyway, in short, I'm one one half of the show, and if we're splitting it down the middle, but one third overall as far as content goes for the show. Right. You're the you're definitely you're one of the hosts. Yeah. And a host. I think that's an important Dang one. it. That's right. I should have said, <laughs> hi, I'm Aaron Dotson. I'm one of the hosts of Look What I Did, along with uh, Instagram purveyor. Uh, and then I'm Daniel, hey, Daniel Quinn. Yep. This is weird. Like, it was easy yeah. to watch you guys do it. Yeah, coming to you, me, you I'm guys like, were oh, like staring yeah. at me for Everyone hours. Was looking at, um, you were looking at me like, come on, Aaron. So I'm the other host of the Look What I Did podcast. What? What else, and Daniel? And... <laughs> Uh, producer, <laughs> I do okay. basically all of the sound design, mixing, uh, the editing, those types of things, and do probably the majority of the booking, I think, for the most part. Um, and then fix, fix, the, fix, Sometimes. The, fix the links that make it over to Facebook <laughs> to be Facebook. Well, I, I have no way to do that. Oh really? Yeah, I can't. I cannot get it to work. No. But thank you. I'm glad you're there for that. Yeah, because I can the, always tell the, the ones one you're, you you miss. Yeah, because on Sundays when you're like, "Will you do the social media post today?" I'm like, "This is actually kind of intimidatingly tough." <laughs> like, right? I have to think of something creative and new right Six now. Six days a week. But I will say, and we'll get back to you. Way to knock it out of the park with George. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I thought exactly what Caroline did. I was like, he's going to pull at people's heartstrings here with the puppy picture. Yes. Right? Yeah, see? So my goal now is just to like no. do something just off the wall out of left field that just kind of throws a <laughs> wrench in the in the works of the Instagram post on Sunday. I, I will say it worked. <laughs> the only thing that is done better than that, I think, are pictures of us and the thing of Buzz. No. Buzz. Uh, the DeResta ice pick flip challenge thing. That's right. Because that crushed. Dude. We rode the coattails of Jimmy DeResta. <laughs> yeah, we did. I will say that. But hey. Held on for dear life. Yeah, and he followed us. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy DeResta. Yeah. Um, anyway. So, okay. So, like, I kind of thought about this conversation a little bit. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to also listen to Making It, which a lot of shows are starting to kind of do their end of year mm-hmm. retrospective or rap or whatever. And for us, this is weird because it's really halfway through a cycle right because like our yeah we started yeah. the show in june uh-huh. in last year yep which kind of makes like a year end of the show come up right in the middle so yeah. this always falls like halfway through a season it's almost a break right but end of we don't really have year. seasons right run. no yeah. no but i think end of the year just because it is the end of the year has a tendency to like look back and uh-huh. everything that's happened yes so that being said um i just wanted to kind of go around the table and like what the highlight for you from a show perspective for the year or personal, whatever. But like this year, I think for the show was transformative in a lot of ways. Oh yeah. It grew so much and it went from, it's hard to imagine that just a little bit over a year ago we had 
a handful of shows under our belt, right? Yeah. Like didn't, we didn't have very many listeners. We, we were still kind of figuring out the format and what was, I mean, I think that Christmas show was probably only the sixth thing we recorded or seventh or something, you know, like it was very early. Um, so yeah, I just wanted like if what your highlight moment of the year was as far as the show is concerned. Well, I, I would think it, I would like to start with Heather because as a person that sits outside of the, the mics, you know, that you don't really have to think about like, where can I interject or what can I say or what am I going to think of or what am I going to say? You know, I'd like to hear your take on it yeah. as being an outsider, but a firsthand observant. Oh, of one of the people? Observer. Of, yeah. Of, yeah. I'm or just your say, highlight for the year. Well, I don't know. Yeah. My favorite day of the whole year was going to hang out with Buzz Blur. Straight yeah. up. Like, yeah. that was the best day ever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just going out in the middle of nowhere in Arkansas, like riding the back of his truck through a field <laughs> of cows. Mm-hmm. Like, that was amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. It was really cool. I took cool. some of my favorite pictures I've ever taken that day. Yeah. I, us sitting in his studio. Yeah. And having the trains go by at the time we're recording that ended up turning into this. I thought I knew exactly what I wanted to do at that point. Yeah. And it was amazing. You guys were talking. I was just wandering around. There's millions of pieces of paper in there. And I was <laughs> trying to read every single one. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It was the best. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. That I can a, imagine. It was a good time. As an artist. I mean, it was impressive to me mm-hmm. just being an observer of art because I would not consider myself a participant in art. No, I mean, <laughs> trying counts. Um, does it? <laughs> you were very derogatory the other day towards my art skill or lack thereof. I uh, talked you up. But it was, there was a lot of history in that room. Oh, man. And yeah. a lot of history in that story for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I got to trade art with him. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. And he, he was very receptive and thankful, I felt. Yeah. You know, for what you gave him, because it was something you created that was yeah. unique for him. Yeah, being a retired train guy. Well, I feel railroad worker because we're on the show. We get to kind of highlight our own skill set somewhat regularly, but then Heather's goes really underreported, or we don't talk about mm-hmm. it near as much. Yeah, I mean, you see it from like a f- photographic standpoint, right? But yes. I think there's still tons of people that have no idea that you're an amazing, is it fair to say, collage artist? Um, oh, you still owe me a piece of art. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's on record now. Yeah. There's witnesses in the world. Um, I mean, I'll, I think you should describe it, but it's, and, and then give your Instagram, but it's. I'll amazing. just give my Instagram first because it's way easier to look at it than describe it, I feel like. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. It's at Bird and Blade, Bird and Blade. But um, basically, I cut up a bunch of old magazines and put them together in ways that I see in my head. I don't know. I don't really describe it that well. It's just easier to look, I guess. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, well, when people I like say- to hear other people yeah. talk about it, though, because I, I don't know. I think when people say collage art, you think a bunch of things kind of pasted together onto another piece of paper, right? And so it might be Mm -hmm. a collage of like famous head, or in school you did a collage of like famous brands or something, right? You're just yeah, it sounds lame when you describe it, but But what you do is take pieces of other art or photographs and cut those shapes out 
very finely and then reconstruct or construct from those elements a brand new original piece of art that from a distance looks like um, I always kind of equated in my head to like there's an element of Salvador Dali with a little bit more realism, right, to the imagery itself. But like it's very surreal in the environment and in the mm-hmm. emotion that it evokes. But from a distance, it looks like just a solid original piece yep. of art. Yes. And then when you actually have it in your hand, you can see it's these uh, that it is layers cut. of image, right, mm-hmm. that have been that have been interplayed. And to me, a lot of times there's a very there's a statement being made by taking images and colliding them together and you are expressing an emotion or a thought or a lot of times it feels like a societal critique <laughs> through the imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what I see when I look at it. Yeah, I'm glad this is being recorded. <laughs> yeah. Well... One day we should just interview you. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm kidding. It, it's, you what see, there's a, what? It was me starting to interview you. So at uh, what age did, I'm kidding. <clears throat> I will say that seeing a lot of other types of collage art out there, there's a lot of things to sort of dig through, you know, that doesn't really stand out. So yours, yours definitely stands out. So it's good stuff. And you would think that somebody using using images cut up and kind of reconstituted like that would it would be very difficult to have a style. Mm-hmm. But you do have a style. And I think that speaks very much to the artistic nature of it, that it doesn't I honestly so I think did you guys ever have you heard of the book The Cheese Monkeys? We talked about this before on the show. You, you've talked about it outside I, the I show, but I've never. Yeah, so there's a a f- fiction, kind of loose fiction book by Chip Kid, who's a graphic designer, which I don't know anything about this world, right? But it's the the one kind of maybe illumination I have into it, and it's called the Cheese Monkeys, and it's about this person going to art school, and in that there's a discussion at some point around like the grandma litmus test of art. And basically like if you see something and feel like your grandma could do it, then it's probably not really art. And it just kind of this idea that like, yeah, yeah. Now if your grandma is, you know, Georgia O'Keefe, like (laughs) it might be a different thing. Um, But I think that like when you walk away feeling like, Oh, I could do that. uh, It, Sometimes that can be misleading. I think we see that when we, you know, you watch somebody do something. It seems very simple, but then when you go right. try to do it yourself, it's very yep. hard to replicate. But I think <laughs> if you could go home and fairly nearly replicate that, then that kind of diminishes its artistic value. And so I always look at things as like that's really impressive, and I I couldn't do that. I couldn't put that voice on paper, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when I look at Heather's work, at your work. Um, immediately I don't feel like I could replicate that voice. I just don't. Right. You know, I wouldn't even begin to think that way to pull that thing off. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not busy either. And that's the other part I think that I've seen on a lot of other collages is they're very busy. You know what I mean? Like they're just cram-packed full, you know, and it doesn't really, as far as that goes, is like similar to photography. It's like the difference in between like a snapshot, like somebody shot, of who knows what they were trying to capture versus, you know, 
an, a picture that does speak a thousand words, something that has a meaning and a story. And kind of, you know, I know there's something underlying in every one of those a little bit, or sometimes it's just like, you know, I'm creating this to kind of get this out of my system type right. thing too, possibly, you know. Um, what's your highlight of the year? Oh, man. I was a, there's quite a few things, actually. Um, my daughter graduating this year, high school. Show related, yeah. So, I mean, that's been, <laughs> well, no. I'm giving but, you a hard time. But, no. but you know that's what I mean. A big, that's it's a big just like, bed. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, it is, it is a, a huge part of my life. Um, you know, that was kind of a, it's, it's a, it's a shocking moment. It makes you take a lot of things And my birthday this year. I mean, even though 43 is not 45 or 50 or 40 or whatever, had a lot of retrospective time to think about different things in my life and how I spend it. Yeah. You know, why are you wasting on the show? I think that's right. (laughs) All the crap I get for things I don't even know I spelled wrong. Um, but, um, that was a highlight. Her graduating, which I feel like was a big step. Not necessarily for me, but it was kind of a thing. I mean, you, you got know. a thing from fragile Cabbage Patch Kid all the way up to yeah, adulthood yeah. by yourself. Like, I mean, that's a you know. win. Like, yes, it was a. That's a big thing. And she turned out to be a pretty awesome human being. She's a pretty like, cool yeah, kid. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, she's got some good friends, right? Yeah. I don't think um, you should judge parents by their children, but if we did judge you by your children, <laughs> you win, Aaron. Right. Yeah. Way to go, <laughs> me. me. Um, you did a good job, Mr. Mom. Mr. Mr. Dad Mom. Mr. Mom Dad. I have a I have a dad mom bod. I mean, that's dad. something people don't know about you. And I, like, we're not here mm-hmm. to reveal secrets, but you are a single right. dad. You yeah. know, like yeah. working yeah. full time, single parent. Yeah. And doing the show, which does take a lot of time, like you, yeah. like you work a lot and you it's, do a there's, lot. There is a lot that goes into it. Um, there's a couple other things, you know. I've I've been able to sort of sell a few old tools. I know last year we talked about old tools. Uh, there's still a few things I haven't finished up from last year that I'm still working on. But you know, I put myself in the garage a little bit more during the summer this year and spring. Haven't lately, but. I feel more confident in a few other things that I've worked on. So, I mean, there's that, which I'm not going to talk about every tiny little thing. Um, and as far as highlights go in the show, I mean, I will say that like buzz blur, I was nerve. What was it? Someone messaged me and they said nerve sided. I think that's the term. Like I was nervous, excited, you know, kind of a thing for that. So that's also a highlight. And evaporust was a big thing. That's the one they said nerve sided about. Um, you know, but doing, doing this show has been, I mean, last year was really good. 2018 was, we had a lot of fun. Um, this year has been a lot of fun too. It's been a lot harder because I've worked a lot more at my job and, you know, transferred locations and all this stuff. But, um, I feel like talking to some of the people we've had, the guests, it's not that they're I don't want to say that they're better, but man, you know, I'm humbled even more the more we do the show. I um, think maybe that. Yeah, we've probably gotten better at the format of the show, right? Like <laughs> sometimes. I don't, I don't. Well, right. I don't. I wouldn't say the guests have necessarily gotten better, but I think we've gotten better. We've found a rhythm, and yeah. you know, hopefully, that's made it more comfortable for people, and so. Uh-huh the conversations flow a little more naturally and a little differently than they used to. And I think in reference to what you're saying, you know, sunshine Broder, the last show was just unexpected in the emotional weight that kind of hit there towards the end. 
and that's not standard for us, which I think made it stand out even more, right. you know? And it, you know, I talked about that a little bit to people throughout the week that had listened to the show, and they're like, man, you got me. Yeah, we got a ton of feedback. Yeah. And, you know, because there was some conversation around, like, well, is that the direction you guys are going now? Are these kind of, like, harder hitting? Mm. And I was like, no, I think, like, I still always want to be, Sunshine and I talked about it the other day, like, I still always want to be more this kind of fun, uh-huh. upbeat, humorous Yep you know, look at craft or whatever. But I think when those moments do naturally happen, uh-huh. anytime somebody's that vulnerable with you, there's going to be a stronger emotional connection yeah. to that person. I, I and I will say that, I mean, there's so many ways that I identified with her at that moment, especially, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's like you put on a face and I, I'm not necessarily saying I'm funny or I've got anything going, you know, out like this show and life and everything. But, like, to have to put yourself kind of back behind this facade, and it's not a bad thing, you know, but you put forth an image and you have to step back. There is a, you know, I identified with that a whole lot, you know. I'm generally being a, a dork all the time. And I, it connected well, mm-hmm. you know. And that's, I listened to it a couple of times just to assure myself that I heard everything right that she had said, you know. It it was good, and I feel I feel very privileged that there's been a few people that we've talked to on the show that have sort of opened up personally. So yeah. I mean, that's also a highlight is becoming friends with people, you know, because of the show. Yeah, that's yeah. Ooh, I could piggyback on that. <laughs> Let's do it. The, the relationships <laughs> that have been made have been oh, a highlight. Man. I think. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I hesitate to because I think. We've gotten really fortunate that the shows have stood on their, really everything has stood up, right? Like we've gotten fortunate with the guests and fortunate with the, you know, audio quality or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think for me, the highlights of the year have been, as I look at the show as a whole, is just the amount of growth that we've seen and the engagement in the community and how much Mm -hmm. I feel more engaged in the the community around me. Right. Because the show being the bridge into that, but it's bizarre to think that I didn't know any of this existed a year and a half ago, right. like almost none of it. Right. Yes. And so I feel much more connected to the community around me. Um, I feel more informed that I, it's cool to have made something or be, be part of something right. That like is, is part of that community as well. Right. 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 Yes, um, yes. To be fair, only because we just talk to people that actually do stuff, but <laughs> well, you know, like, mm-hmm. but it's cool to like be seen or, or uh, felt as, as to be participants in what's going on, like right. doing the death ray show mm-hmm. or um, the zombie, you know, crawl mm-hmm. the, and yes, those types of things. Uh, homegrown, homegrown, like to I, have, you just beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. For them to reach out to us and ask us to be a part of that event was, uh, to me, was an honor. Right. right. And, and being gracious enough to give Heather a booth there. But um, no, I think, and so the, gro- the, the, how the show has worked in the community and then the growth of the show, you know, I track yeah. that like super closely. And um, like we're in over 40 countries mm-hmm. worldwide now. That's a lot. That's, that's a fifth of the countries in the world, right? Like, yep. or maybe a little bit more than that. And 
Um, 48 states. <laughs> North Dakota, West Virginia, if you what, can hear me. What is up <laughs> with are you these, guys? Like, the states that just get knocked out by like a nuclear attack or whatever, and then like in the zombie apocalypse, you're like, North Dakota. <laughs> Maybe that's North where you Dakota. need to go in the event of something yeah, like that. Yeah. Apparently nobody else is there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I would love to get those two states, but <laughs> to even... All right, so we don't have those two, but we're in almost every state in the country, right? With yeah. like solid listenership in a decent chunk of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's just been cool to watch this map. Yes. Fill. And, uh, yeah, it's been really exciting. And then bouncing in and out of that top 100 comedy interview mm-hmm. chart, you know, somewhat regularly, um, is also <laughs> a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I, I was for sure. I was like, Oh, this is spam. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a real thing. So it's, yeah, what's happening is it judges it by downloads for the day, like the number of downloads in your category for the day. So, you know, we have like release days or whatever. We'll jump pretty high in that, Mm -hmm. Um, which you could argue maybe every other comedy interview thing in that bucket is releasing on different days. Yeah. But even still with 68,000 podcasts and however many of those happen to be comedy interviews, there's a, there's a time where we're, doing enough yeah. you know at that yeah. point that you are jumping into that category and mm-hmm. um i i expect that to continue to grow as well and i think all these Same. things will continue to grow this year mm-hmm. but yeah it's been a gratifying experience we hit milestones that i was looking to hit to yeah. feel like we were doing something that was mm-hmm. that's worth doing and patreon growth yes. you know we had a huge jump at the start of last year comparatively mm-hmm or the start of this year comparatively to what we had that really held pretty level the whole year. My goal is to try to grow that again this year, because I think that's a big step towards some of the things that we want to do, but the Patreon people that have been with us the whole time, there's about 20 around 20 people have been with us since the start of the year, somewhere Mm -hmm. in there, maybe 15. Um, those people have really taken the worry of, paying the bills of hosting the show and yeah. right. Cause there's just incurred yep. actual real cost. Um, it, it ain't free. Right. Yeah. And so to, to have that kind of taken off your plate really makes things a little bit, it allows me to divert and you to divert funds into mm-hmm. stickers, stickers, <laughs> uh, you know, new equipment in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still plans to kind of try to travel a little bit and get some stuff. Yeah. Um, like I would love to do a live show or mm-hmm. not a live show, but do a show with action Orson. Like, I just think that would be a ton That'd of be fun. Awesome. Um, and we have some plans for live shows with some other, like more local podcasts mm-hmm. this coming year as well. But yeah, the Patreon growth has been, that's heartwarming. Yeah. Because right. Like these are people that value you as much as they value PBS or like, right. Like they love right. you as much as they love Bob Ross. Like, yeah, that, wow. That's a happy accident, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you know, like yes. that's yeah. somebody who takes it, who cares about it so much. Well, having people like Evan, like you know, a certain person, yeah. thank us. You know, he he liked the show and he appreciates what we're doing. You know, that's paraphrasing what he had said, but I was just like, hold on, what? You yeah. know, well, oh well, thank you. The thank review you. somewhere that was you like, know. this is worth. Like, this is worth more than my Disney Plus subscription or something like that, right? Like, they, like it is, um, <laughs> and that's cool because I think to that point, if you're paying five bucks a month or two bucks a month or whatever, like that is, 
a subscription to something, yeah, you know, yeah. in some cases for sure that could be diverted somewhere else. And so it's, yeah, it's yeah. super cool that people believe in the work we're doing enough to support that. So mm-hmm. we've done some like private thank yous to Patreon. Yes. Um, to them kind of more directly through the Patreon platform. Mm-hmm. But for those listening who, who are patrons, thank you. And for people listening who kind of aren't as aware, cause we plug it in a lot of the yeah. stuff, but, yeah. uh, we, we, this is our public thank you because they deserve yeah. to be publicly thanked mm-hmm. in a very serious way yes. in front of everybody. And, and it has definitely made the show financially much more, uh, viable. Well, the one thing is like, I know I believe in the show and Daniel and Heather, I hope, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just like when she keeps someone, showing up for free, right? So. I know. Yeah, I'm but still when, here. But like, when yeah. people, when people go out of their way to either support by Patreon or they share an episode or a post that we do, or they walk up to you and say, Hey, or they send you a message on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, a text, you know, saying things, it's just like, it's very humbling to realize that someone's taking, they are taking time and money out of their own pocket and their own day to listen, to share, you know, to, to spend a dollar a month or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. You know, cause I figured that we would just be paying for this forever. Right. You know, and sharing it until all of our friends are just like, okay, here's another, look what I did post, you know? Yeah. Um, I think to your point, that post that I forget the name of the person that did it on Instagram, but it was kind of reposting a post of ours, but it had a really long caption at the top. Uh, it was the voice actress. That's oh. not what the name is, though. No. But anyway, that I think kind of what you're saying, like that meant a lot in and of itself. Like I reread that post a couple times because it was just, it was extremely complimentary of Sunshine with good reason. Yes. And then also complimented the show and it was just one of those things where that means a lot as well because Mm -hmm. it it is nice to know that you are impacting right right in a positive way that we're impacting positive into the world because this isn't a a takedown show it's not a negative show right Right. so it's cool that that's resonating because there's some like you could you could be negative and probably get like some viral (laughs) yeah traction to some extent right because right, like right. the culture is kind of celebrating that in a lot of ways but mm-hmm. i think to just kind of consistently keep trying to put like a positive observation or look one thing that the show does i, I would feel like in certain episodes especially and with sunshine there's validation you know in a lot of like the struggle mm-hmm. you know that people go through and the the down you know the sort of the pitfalls and different things they go through and also the successes but to be able to identify with someone can validate what you're doing and yeah. maybe help push you to continue to, to go on. Yeah. And, and I think that's, and I and talking about a whole lot, but like that, I think that that episode really did it. You know, before that it was Keely wake, her opening up about a few things, you know, mm-hmm. Florin Fauna that really impacted and Olivia tremble too. You mm-hmm. know, that was sort of the first episode that talked about, um, imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and there's different things. And I was, I was gobsmacked a little bit on some of the episodes. And I was just like, wait, what? Right. You know, so I, I like that people identify with that in a positive way of like, you know, maybe I can go on.
We wish you a merry Ishmas. We wish you a merry Ishmas. We wish you a merry Ishmas. And a happy new year. Of us. <laughs> Had to. Um, Going on from the continuation of the beginning. So I don't really have anything to say about us because it's just us. No, I mean, this would be weird. More. It's a break yeah. from us to listen to us. Right. What? I don't know That's what to maddening. say. No. But uh, you know what? Happy holidays to happy all holidays. of our listeners. Yes, Thanks for sticking with us this long mm-hmm. through the episode and the show as a whole. <laughs> right. I mean, working on and up to, it's a year and a half. Mm-hmm. If the show releases in June, I mean, it's a solid year and a half. Yep. 18 months of this. But we just mm-hmm. want from our family at Look What I Did uh, right. to your family, um, some of whom you're avoiding right now by sitting in your car yeah. and listening I mean, to Look What I Did. Which, if you're going to use it as an excuse, this is a great excuse is to listen to us. Right. Away. right. But, uh, but sincerely, happy holidays. Yes. Happy New Year. Um, hopefully, the show's inspired you to explore your creative mm-hmm. side more this year. Yeah. Do and new things. You know what? Actually... Why don't you tell us if, if if one of your New Year's resolutions or however you look at that is to do something creative mm-hmm. or to express yourself in a way that you haven't before, share that with us. Like, yeah. That would be super cool to hear from you guys Heck when yeah. you're planning for the New yeah. Year. Yeah, tag us. We'd love to share it. Yeah. If that's okay. <laughs> um, so back to us talking back to, to us, us talking about... Talking to us about us, yeah. All about it. Continue. So, as yeah. we go into the new year, Ooh. well, do you remember what your, like, my plan for this year was from last year? Oh. Does anybody remember what they said? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what Mine was, yours? was to read more, eat better, exercise, like, and take more time, like, me time, mentally. And How did you do? Uh, Let's do pass-fail on, okay, so, so, read more. I did listen to more audiobooks. <laughs> I did not read more. Okay. Period. So that's a uh, eat better. Yes. You 100% did that. Yeah. Um, I've been slacking lately, but I exercise. Did, I did do that some. It's more diet. Okay. Uh, so exercise is like a. Yeah. But your diet's been working. It's my diet. A, a point two. It's my diet. It's my diet. A point two five. Fourth. Um, more me time. Did you? No. Not. Mm, no. <laughs> Okay. That's there's there have been a few times I've asked you to do like Sunday posts because I don't sleep in mm-hmm. and I can't, right? And there are times that I just want to So wait. Try to sleep. Every time you ask me to do that is so you can sleep in, but if you're not sleeping in, nope. you're just making nope, me I'm, post I'm, for no reason. I'm, I'm getting, well, <laughs> share the load, brother. Um but I I do I will wake up and go back to sleep. Right. Right. So um, it's just nice to wake up and not have a thing you have oh, to do because it's everyone. I mean, nothing just the posts just don't create themselves. You know, are you sure I've read some of them and they no. <laughs> I've read some of yours. We're a little short in the hashtag section there, Daniel. Um, but uh, it's, it takes, yeah, yeah they just did this like little <laughs> snap, like, uh, um, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, it just doesn't, fall together so it is kind of nice to have someone to lean on and say hey can you can you do this or like you know there's some stuff i was traveling for work and there was no phone signal so it's like hey can you do this so i didn't have to worry about getting up to do that i still woke up at the crack of dawn but yeah what did you have last year oh i probably said something like you know do more art and photography and stuff oh yeah i actually had like two shows two or three this year 
Nice. Made some cash money. So. Sweet. So you you owned your owned your goals. I I mean somewhat yeah. You I probably could have done better, huh? Did more. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean you're positive about it, so I mean that's a yeah, good thing. I feel so good this about year, it. do six yeah. shows. Yeah. Just set set like a goal of that. Sixty five. But don't wow. have it interfere what? with the podcast. <laughs> that's more than wait what sixty eight um, plus one. I was working on plans to start a podcast network. Yeah. And? Wait a second. Is that oh the voice press? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Network.com. It's got one show. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Not us. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, Probably but that was the thing that I was putting together. Yeah. Um, there's an arm of that that did not get the traction this last year that I would have hoped. But the network itself because of people being willing to participate in kind of just the idea of like cross promoting each other. Oh yeah. Um, the voice press has, that's a big focus this coming year as well uh-huh. as how to get that, the brand of that out. Right. But, um, it exists and the shows that are on it are cool and yep. they're supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. They're taking content seriously. They're putting out really, really amazing content. And we were, and what I didn't expect was to get, established shows as amazing as the adoptive mom and Mm -hmm. action Orson. Right. And to have people that I really admire and respect willing to kind of all jump in the same boat and paddle Mm -hmm. towards something together, you know, which is, I think given it a stronger platform than it would have had if they weren't participatory. It, it's a lot like the show. I think, you know, a lot of people take a chance on us if they've listened or not, or if they even well ever listen or not. But I think it's, you know, it, it was worth the risk on their part and worth your part to ask. I think it's a good thing. It's a great idea. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope to grow that more because I think it just benefits everybody. Yeah. And I think growing the podcast community under that mm-hmm. arm benefits everybody, you yes. know, because a year ago I didn't know another podcast in the area. Yep. And I don't know if you did, but it it didn't seem that there was a lot happening. And a year later I've met, many more people doing really awesome stuff and there mm-hmm. is a community here. We just don't know that we're a community and that we exist. Yeah. So that's been cool. And the Fable flyer right up that, that helped. That was, uh, that was, I want to say a hundred percent our listeners listening, you know, like reading, Hey, go here, do this, comment on this, uh, to the point that they were like, okay, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was, that was so awesome. So what is what is your goal this year? What do you want to accomplish in the next 365 days? Heather? Mm. Well, I don't want to say the same goals because they're not really. I do want to do more art, yeah, sure. But also, come back to me for a second, let me think. Okay, yeah. Uh, my main goal is to blow Read up. Read more and act like I don't <laughs> better. Know oh my gosh. Skit, skit, riff, riff. <laughs> Too bad Daniel interrupted it. <laughs> I don't know the reference. He doesn't know. Riff, raff. It's anyway. Every time someone's like, What's your main goal? I'm always like, To blow up and act like I don't know nobody. Anyway, there's someone out there that knows that. Uh, I, I'm going to say, I just said, uh, My. Main goal. Oh my gosh. 
Um, it's to shoot. There goes another one. Daniel's gonna have fun editing these out. <laughs> is to read more and actually get on the exercise train and do that more. What are you gonna do to make Let, those changes happen this year? Make them happen. No, that's not how you set goals and achieve them. Blow up and act like <laughs> nobody. No. Uh, Goal one: learn how to read. <laughs> Goal two: so baby Einstein for Aaron for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I love the song. <laughs> I don't remember singing it. Oh yeah. All right, read more and exercise. Read more and exercise. I mean, take more time and do more projects. Slow down um, after the holiday season here. When the I'll podcast really to, has to ramp up. Yeah. I'll be back <laughs> to mostly Monday through Fridays. So that'll free up my weekends. Um, and Daniel won't be working every weekend. So perhaps there's going to be some times there that we can do, go back to doing projects. That would be good is to work on not working as much. I might be working more now, but <laughs> well, not Monday through weekends. Friday, you can ignore all that stuff. I'm kidding. Yeah, I think I, I, there's a few things I really want to do more, like more welding. I want to learn to TIG weld, um, more of that stuff, just more doing. My, uh, yeah, because so like you alluded to the fact that I have a different job. Yeah, and so one of my main goals this year is to just. Blow up and act like you don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just, just, sorry. Look, just get anyway. a handle on that, right? And oh, then, yeah. like, And then hopefully excel in that field because uh-huh. it's different than what I've done in the past. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's a lot. Like, it's just a totally different challenge and mm-hmm. um, much more critical thinking involved than what I've done previously. Yeah. So that's going to be huge. But repurposing my weekends because I'll have them now. Yeah. Um, and hopefully what that does is free us up to like be able to do more event stuff with the show. Yeah. Do things a little bit differently that way. Um, I think it lets us get out to the community on a Saturday when the community's out doing stuff because last year it was really difficult to get away on a Saturday and do something together. And yeah. I do think to your mm-hmm. point, hopefully it frees up. Because like your schedule, you're off on weekends most of the time. Most and so, the time. I, especially yeah. with the show starting, just kind of became like us getting together to kind of knock out what we had to knock out on the show, mm-hmm. and then you know on the one day that we we're both off on a weekend, and then back to whatever. So I think it yeah. will free up some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, job, continue growing the podcast, and then continue growing the network piece of it mm-hmm. are probably the big, big like goals I have. I need to get back to the gym. I fell off the gym wagon and it's really noticeable now. (laughs) I was feeling really good in the summer and even like early fall and then nothing. Yep. All right. Everybody believes I should do that so much that they're not even talking anymore. (laughs) I mean, it's awkward to say, yeah, (laughs) you know, it's like, it would be an intervention to be like, Daniel, we're here because you need to go to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just a pet, the pot calling the kettle black. If if you could if you could learn anything next year, like add a new skill, what would it be? Side note, 
this falls in the same bucket, so I'm just going to bridge the two. I'll start this time so you guys yeah, can think. That's, no, that's fine. Uh, I would like to learn the skill of blacksmithing <laughs> with my forge. <laughs> like, I built out this whole, like, knife-making thing, which is where the show started, right? Like, and really got me on that. And then over mm-hmm. this last year, I've actually acquired all the stuff to do it. And I literally have fired that thing up twice. That's it. Yeah. And I've had it for a while. We have video proof. Um, <laughs> so that would be my skill this year. Is like, mm-hmm. It'd be really cool to actually get a knife made by the end of this coming year. Um, so yeah, I would pick that as my skill. Yeah. And the thing that I would like also goal cause it's right there. So I yep. could do it. Well, it's, it's accessible and you know, people at least one people. Did you think of a skill? Oh yeah. Well, um, last year I said something about video work yeah. and I have been doing that and it's pretty okay, but I want to get better at that. But also, I want to learn how to play the lap steel. Mm, that'd be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It hooked up an old guitar with like, you know, raised up action. Uh-huh. I started practicing on that. It's pretty sweet, but I'm not that great yet. And I want to get great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. New intro music coming up. Heather yeah. Randolph and the family band. <laughs> <laughs> Randolph. You've, you know what I'm talking about, right? He plays a steel guitar, but I just lost the first name, too. Aaron, what's your skill <laughs> going to be for the year? Um, Man, there's all sorts of things, like, running through my head. Ugh. I, I need to sharpen my um, chisels for the wood lathe. That's a goal, is to learn to do that and to use the wood lathe. You know, I kind of got the uh, chisel sharpening thing sorted. Did you? Yeah. Were well, you not here that day? I, I was here for part of it. So we so we got it to like one facet on the back of the gouge. Ooh. Ah, ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you built a jig. Mm-hmm. I was here for part of that, and we did some of that. Oh. Mm-hmm. You were working in that when Ryan was here. Um, yeah. I, I'd like to do that make a couple of handles for things and finish up some projects for some friends that would require me being able to do that. I said TIG welding earlier. Yeah. Um, it can be more than one thing. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's no limits. Yeah, no. It is our Christmas episode. Yeah. What is the thing that you hope to get for Christmas? Ooh, a pair of Dickies coveralls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hold on. No this joke. Comes out I actually on- want them. Two days before Christmas. So people listening. Great. Especially like important people in our lives have the chance to yeah. listen. Hmm. Where do, where do they sell those, Heather? Oh, the internet. Wow. Like uh, black. But if it's Monday. Yeah. I mean, where can you drive to to this pick up? This comes out up? on the twenty third. Yeah. Um I've I've said it once this year, so hopefully somebody heard it. Okay. <laughs> well Aaron, that gives you time. <laughs> what the heck? I'm not buying him anything. <laughs> what? What? I'm not buying right, anyone I'm in this room guys anything. Your lead. Next year, and I'm just gonna go ahead and mix we give this each right other now. a handmade gift. <clears throat> Does a handshake count? Or a knuckle high sandwich. Ooh. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Sandwich. You guys have no seasonal joy. No, I do. I what? do. What? Okay, but it's all zapped out from work. I'm kidding. Hmm. One thing, I don't. I don't know. I haven't really thought of anything I've wanted. For Christmas, 
kind of think I want some AirPod Pros. The noise canceling aspect, like yes, right, like that. There, that I could see is like somewhat useful. And then when I ride my Ooh. motorcycle, because they're a little bit smaller profile than like an older version of Bluetooth earphones that I have, so oh, that would be sweet. Yeah, there's some elements too where it's like, oh, this would actually be beneficial to have. Mm. Now, if I could take back that thing I just said about not really thinking about it. <laughs> There's some pretty sweet Sony headphones that noise cancel and like touch sensitive on the side. You can swipe forward, yeah, yeah, they're up like the, for the volume the down. Competition and to it's the, and you can hold yeah. your it. They the are, reviews on those are good. They're like the so jabbers nice. or the jaw jaw somethings. I jawbone. I don't. There was something that was like. Um. It starts with a J. That's like that got really really good reviews as well, and it's like fifty hmm. bucks cheaper than the AirPod Pros. Wow. Ooh, I—I I mean, I, I'm not one for air, like ear, earbud type headphones. I'd, I'd really have to try them on before I bought them on bottom, but I think that would be having something like that. From what I've heard, my friends that use just the regular AirPods love them. Yeah, well, you look so I'm not like a huge headphone person. If I was going to use yeah. headphones, I would probably just normally use over the ear. headphones, yep. right? Same, especially if I'm traveling really yep. far or something like on a flight. Um, but. I, the thing that's kind of sold me a little bit more on this is motorcycle travel. Uh-huh. Um, I do now have a job where some kind of like noise canceling slash the ability to pass sound through mm-hmm. would be extremely beneficial. Right. Yeah. And, the, yeah. and in an environment where I almost feel like pink chunky headphones might look weird. So, um, yeah, that was what kind of got me thinking about that. Cause mm. I've never really been an ear, you know, yeah. When I fly, I used to take like the old headphones that came with it or whatever. Uh-huh. But now I actually use the headphones I use for monitoring when we do the show. Like I do big over the ear right. when I fly instead because it's just kind of like a little. It's better sound anyway. Just yep. better. And if people see that, it. they may not talk to you. Not that you know I'm against talking to you people, but can I? Ooh, I would like to give a thank a you. One. I don't know if you guys have anybody you want to thank for the year, but a personal singular thank you to. Will Nicholson, who started listening to the show sometime, I don't really know when. Um, and according to like the in the conversation we've had, I think we're one of two shows he really listens to. Mm-hmm. And and I know him, you know, before the show existed, right? And he reached out to me not too long ago and just started kind of giving some pointers around sound. And and I have another friend who owns a music studio in Chicago who had come down earlier in the mm-hmm. year and kind of already like put us on a path, right? Um, and had given some help just, he was extremely busy, but he had a little window of time to come in and help. Mm-hmm. Well, Will kind of came in a little bit later and spent a couple days just talking to me mm-hmm. about sound. Cause I don't know that much really ultimately <laughs> at the end of the day. And he was really dialing in some details, just kind of listening and has kind of continued to give feedback. And I think those two things, like you got like a sharp uptick in noise quality Mm -hmm. and then maybe a little more subtle, but like the loud pops of a laugh or something are now more in an even, right. You know, frequent or like not frequency, but an even decibel level than it was before. So it's more consistent listening experience. And so that whole sound comes down to Joey Pevin, rat city sound Mm -hmm. and will Nicholson. Uh, Also the, Creator of Warthog, right? Yeah, we'll uh, for our ish point. Yeah, he, he when he listens to the show, we a couple times have asked people if they want to send in music that we mm-hmm. can use, you know. Um, and he 
has made just these kind of random little ditties and sent over some files. And so we've been using Warthog in the middle, the yep. name of one of the files. It's so good. And I, I really love it. Yeah. Yep. And Daniel the other played it really and I was like, too. that's it. That's it. We're yeah. that, that one. The other stuff is really good, but that one really kind of like uh-huh. got, got me. Yes. Um, and so he's just been one of those quiet kind of behind the scenes friends of the show, you know? Yep. And so, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to those two guys because that was help offered, um, first of all, just offered in the right way. Right. Yeah. You know, like, and then like a critique brought in the right way. Yes. And yes. and then two guys who are extremely talented at what they do, then just donating their time yeah. to an attention to making something better. It was very kind. I've never met either one, but yeah, it, super impressed. And so that's my thing. Very you. thankful. Um, I think I've got a couple as well. I'd like to thank one person who supported the show, a friend of mine for a long time, Allison. Our very first Our very Patreon first, supporter. Yes. yes. Uh, thank you, Allison. Makes a huge difference. I've had a lot of good times with her. Uh, went on the Weezer cruise with her. It was super sweet, super awesome. Uh, been a good friend for a long time. I'd like to thank her. Um, I've kid, never met Al- I just want to say I've no, never met her, yeah. but I, and I didn't know the relationship when that first, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know that you guys were friends, but for somebody to come on so immediately mm-hmm. and support the show from the very beginning. And she's been there every step of the mm-hmm. way financially, um, was huge and meant a yeah. lot to me. It and was so it was like, you know, hey, you're doing this thing for a friend, you know, but then like continued support. And it's just like, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and thanks to my kids. They listen, you know, especially my son. He talks about it. Um, he was really excited to get a follow return by TL Ears, you know, one of our guests. He was so stoked about that. Um, came up to me like my, after I got home from work, he's like, Dad, guess what? And I was like, uh, uh, another Slipknot song came out. <laughs> Sorry, everyone else. Um, but he was excited about that. But they 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 listen and they give support. Um, that's good. And you guys too for the uh, <laughs> the lack of me realizing I misspell so many things and the <laughs> fact that someone fixes it. Um, but it's also a, it's a United Nations effort, right? Yeah. But I mean, that's. But I mean, I. I go in on your post and I tag things you forget to tag. So, I mean, it's, it's, it is a group effort and I'm not offended by that at all. Um, I think that's what you think I am. <laughs> really? You've only well, you brought it up times. like five times. No, I'm yeah. just joking. I'm joking around. This is a serious moment here. Should I cry? <laughs> Be like Andy Bernard. Um, but no, I, I appreciate that. I'm not offended by it. As much as you your guys face says you're offended. Oh my gosh! What? Like, oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not offended. I'm just like thinking back to every post. I know I have a. Now I do know. Like, look what I did. Sometimes a W is an E or an S. Oh, <laughs> I've gone back. I've caught it, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> wow, that's a whole other show. Yeah, but uh, thank thank you guys for your like help for it. Uh, Heather and your, your like thankless, huge efforts into providing images that there's no way that we would ever be able to get ever at all. Um, it's a huge, it's a huge part. 
I mean, there's a lot of audio, but there's a lot of imaging that without it, people would have nothing but Daniel and I giggling, you know, in all seriousness. It, it drives the show. It drives the website, the images that are there. Um, and it gives us plenty of content, which I think is the important part to all of this is having content. And quality content is the other thing. Um, it would be a huge loss for us to not have the images that we have through the the workings of your digital directing, you know, so to speak. And it's I, I, I don't feel like Dan and I ever say it enough. I mean, we may every now and then, but it's not really stated enough and clearly. So thank you. I want to thank you all, uh, both of you, for being a part of this show as well. Well, thanks for letting me be a part of it. <laughs> for real. Yes, keep yeah. feeling that way, yeah. Heather. Well, be thankful I mean, we let I mean, you be a yeah. part of it. No one's getting paid here, sister. Yeah. Listen, I was trying to be nice just now, all right? <laughs> yeah. I was it, being like, thank you so much for letting me in out of the cold. Oh, my gosh. Please, sir, may I have some more? I was just about to go there. My <laughs> God. You can't have any pudding. <laughs> well... Yeah, you know what? My mom has also been there from like the very beginning almost. Very early, yeah. Very yeah. true. Yeah. And That's I don't right. even, I mean, this is like the second time people have heard me. Mm-hmm. And she just knows that I take pictures, so she's supporting that. I guess she likes you guys a little bit. Yeah. Probably. I don't well, know. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thankful for my mom because she is beautiful. Holly Hill. Holly Hill, girl, you a beast. <laughs> Are we now just thanking our family members that no no okay because okay, I no, was like, this oh, is podcast related. Uh, the Ant Coalition. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Daniel's family, <laughs> my adopted family. <laughs> um. <laughs> wow. I could just go on thanking everyone that I like. That'd be nice, probably. But what if I leave somebody out? Exactly. Right. That, yeah, that's the is problem. Is this what it feels like to win like an Academy Award? Yeah. Oh, I'm just happy to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, uh, yeah, I do want to thank you guys for doing. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit before, but like from the very beginning, like this show was. Aaron and I like like just willing to do the thing and go out and mm-hmm. start talking to people and I think like it put yeah. both of us outside of our comfort zone you know yeah. and I think yeah. that like doing it together made it a more I don't think the show would exist if it'd be extremely it, it would right? like, it would be what it is I don't know if I'd have the confidence to call people up or if the I mean not only would it not be what it is I don't know if it would be yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. like. And um, and then for you to come on so early on, and it wasn't like, oh, we really need to find a photographer. Because yeah. in my head, we kind of already worked out a lot of those elements. Yeah, and, poorly. Uh, <laughs> well, that can be said for every aspect of the show, actually. Well, I mean, yes. But we thought we had a plan, right? Like right, when we first started. Right, right. And so, and almost one day we should do an episode around the logistics kind of like the the creation of a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. because 
in my head, it was so well planned out. Yeah. And then reality hit. Oh, man. And immediately the wheels start coming off in certain aspects, right? Mm -hmm. Or (laughs) additions start coming in that make it so much better than you originally imagined. And Uh so, you know, Heather, you came to us wanting to be a part of this thing that didn't even really exist at the moment. You just believed in the concept. And it immediately elevated the digital space and the website. And then, and that was just the immediate effects. But I think long-term, you know, I, I think about how much work goes into the show from any person's perspective. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. all of us sit at at times, we probably look at it and we're like, man, I'm doing so much work for this show. But any one of us is only doing a portion of the work for the show. And to imagine all of that as just one, Mm -hmm. one person's responsibility just seems Mind-bogglingly, the show wouldn't have would not have lasted as long as it has. There's not no that way. we've been out for a long time, but I think that's where a lot of shows would probably like on paper and the thoughts of before you start anything. Oh, sure, but then the reality, like you said, sets in. And I remember where we were on that Sunday, <laughs> the the Sunday before our release, and it was just like, oh my god, what else is there? Yeah. What so we've got a what? And that was a soft release. We actually released it days before they announced release because oh, yeah. trying to organize all the yep. stuff. But so not only is it a shared responsibility, right? So mm-hmm. like it, it, right. The benefit, the unknown benefit showed itself later in, mm-hmm. oh, wow, this is a ton of stuff I don't have to do myself or you don't have to do, right? you know, we're splitting between two people or one person or whatever. And then you get like the, the slow realization that the show is so much cleaner and more professional because of all those elements, right? Right, Like right, right. The visual content and the website look great because Heather does all that. And that because she does that, that frees up my bandwidth to do editing and sound production and those other elements that I have to do. Right. Cause Mm -hmm. if I was trying to do both, I'd be just, I just have less time to pour into that thing. Yeah. If I had to run social media, which you took over from the very beginning, right? Like then, right? Like if you had to edit or if you were still doing the photos, like you were for the first couple episodes, imagine trying to edit the photos and do the social media. And so just allowed everything because we were able to kind of like focus in a channel. Right. Just everything was the much closer to the best version of itself. Right. Right. And it's it, it's a lot like a uh, you know they say it takes a village for a child you know through through Will and Joey and Patreon and the three of us sitting here at the table I mean it does take a lot to make this work mm-hmm. but it's worth it it's a it's been a great endeavor it's been a wonderful thing I believe that we're bringing something to people that they not experience. So if you're in a band or you're making a podcast, don't be that group that puts all the work on one person. Because you know how in like every band, there's the one person that like books all the shows, keeps mm-hmm. track of all the equipment, sets up every band practice, and that's a lot of work for that one person to do. Yeah. And I truly believe that, I, I think it's fair to say that probably legitimately 90% of the success of this show is because it's a team effort to cross mm-hmm. the finish line every time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it... It goes in for booking too. I mean, we talk about pretty much everyone that we get on. It's like, hey, I booked this. What do you think? You know, or 
what do you think about this? And it's it's flowed fairly well so far, and we've had we've been fortunate in who we've been able to book and the quality of people we've been able to book, and it's it's great, it's good. Um, did we miss anything? You usually have like the whole thing lined up in your head. (laughs) What did Heather miss? Oh Uh, man. I really would like some pizza. Look What I Did is produced by Aaron Dotson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Hill.